Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous, uh, what is day, Friday morning. <laughs> Sorry, I am uh, struggling to keep my uh, eyes open this morning. I have not, uh, didn't sleep good last night, and uh, so I am not uh, flushing off six or four cylinders, whatever it is I've got going on here. So, <laughs> but uh, my iPad is not wanting to work correctly for some reason. The sound is not... Uh, uh, wanting to work on it. I don't know why. It's, uh, don't know what's going on with this stupid thing. I tell you what, I like technology, but it also it's a pain in the rear end at the same time. So, uh, there's times I like to take, uh, laptops and iPads and iPhones and use them as skeet and, uh, shoot them with my shotgun. So, that's <laughs> what I get sick of full of all this stuff. It always works until you need it, and then that's when it, uh, they said they don't want to function anymore so who all do we have watching this morning here we got karen smith lois adams christy layalis amy oaks turner and jennifer honeycutt appreciate all you wonderful people tuning in this morning and uh watching and getting our day off going in the right direction all right let's go ahead and do our pledge of allegiance uh stand here i pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. You know, it is uh, it's so frustrating uh, to see how weak our country looks right now with the, with the leadership, you know, it is uh, that we have is is uh it's it's about nauseating you know it really is i mean here we had the one of the biggest attacks uh we've ever had uh, uh so many american uh, servicemen and women who were killed yesterday and then uh little sleepy-eyed joe gets up there and says we're going to uh, attack you back we're gonna we're gonna push back you know that's about what it comes across i mean it just he is such a spineless weak leader for him to say that would be to me one of the wimpiest kids in school walking up saying i want to kick your fanny <laughs> you know you'd laugh at things shove him in a locker and close the door you know i mean come on i mean he's about as threatening as a kitten cat a uh, kitty cat uh, now uh trump was in there he they well they know that he would have sat there and he wouldn't have, he'd have attacked them he'd have got them where it hurts he'd have blew up their homes that's what that's all they know see that's like i told y'all before they have been warring for three thousand years that all they know is force and you can't sit there and say now like obama i drew a line in the sand woo you know and uh it, it's all they're going to ever know is force and it's just it's so sad it's lunatic should have got our our american people out of there before he withdrew but no he's too big of an idiot and too worried about uh, uh his green new deal uh to worry about the safety of our people and it's you know we've our country guys and gals i'm telling you it is uh going to hell in a handbasket i mean there's ain't another way to put it i mean it's just um we are vulnerable open for attack and uh i still believe we live in the greatest country in the world 
and but it's just so sad to see those from within who wish to destroy it and when i uh, signed up for the air force and i took that oath and uh, i said i would fight both foreign and domestic and i tell you what i think there's a reason why in the constitution that uh, our forefathers put in there for us to have the right to bear arms they knew what it was like to have tyrannical rule they knew what it was like to uh, uh to not have any rights at all and um you know when you look at uh, uh our constitution you know we, we don't live in a theocracy because they knew what it was like because the church of england forced them uh, to worship in a certain way but our our laws were built on the moral law and uh and so which is a universal law which really basically is, is built on god's law but we uh, uh so we, it may come down to a fight i mean honestly i mean i hope it don't hope we don't get to that far but i'm telling you guys and gals uh, people are fed up, they're sick of it, they're tired of the way things are being ran, and uh, they, uh, uh, you may see an uprising. Maybe not, I don't know. But I, uh, there's people out there crazier than me, believe it or not, and they've had a belly full of this. this week. Everybody's talking about impeaching Biden, but if you impeach Biden, what, what's, look what's behind him. You got uh, Kamala Harris, who's far worse than he is, coming in. Who was behind her? Pelosi. I mean, so... There's no win situation. The only way we can, hopefully, we, you know, I wish we'd get Trump or somebody like Trump back in the, into office. That'd be about our only hope at this point. Uh, if, but I'm afraid things will go too far downhill before there could be, ever be any uh, significant change. All right. I saw a few people tuning in here. Uh, I got Rusty Paws, Darlene Barker, Mike Hensley, Donna Taylor, Tracy Little. So just want to say hi to all you guys and gals this morning. Well, let's go look at our verse of discussion this morning. Is 2 Timothy 4, 7. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. You know, uh, this is one of, my, one of my passages I thoroughly enjoy uh, big time and, uh, and like because I can relate to it a lot. Because uh, I, um, of course, to look how fat I am now, it's hard to believe that I used to like to run and uh, trying, to, trying to get back uh, don't know if I'll ever be able to run again. I've, I've torn my body down. I've been running since the age of 13, and I'll be 49 in December. So it seems that it takes its toll on your back, knees, and hips. Don't know if I'll ever get back to it. I like to like to think I might be able to one day. But, you know, when you look at running, it's a matter of endurance. And uh, I guess if I ask one aspect that's always appealed to me is to keep pushing, you know, in the spite of, of the muscle fatigue, the fact that your lungs are going to explode out of your, your chest, uh, your heart's thumping so hard you can about see it pumping outside your chest. And you may think, boy, that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> well, you know, for those who run, it's hard to explain to those who don't. You know, I know a lot of people said, if you see me running, you better run too, you know. So I know a lot of people think it's, it's odd and crazy for somebody to enjoy running, but there's what is known as a runner's high. And uh, you get to a certain point, and all of a sudden, I don't know how to, uh, there's almost a euphoric-like feeling. That's why, uh, you know, before I, my health started getting a little crazy, uh, I would, uh, seven miles a day, I mean, I was just, that's, I look forward to it. Uh, and uh, I run anywhere between seven to 13 miles a day. I enjoyed it. But it's a matter of that endurance to persevere that I think that Paul uh, helps relate uh, to uh, when he talks about those who are fighting, uh, when he talks about uh, not as one who beats against the wind, uh, to finish the race, uh, you know, all these things, because, you know, we tend to not finish things. 
uh, just like there's the old illustration of a guy who's going to go see a hypnotist uh, to help him fix his uh, his need for smoking. And the guy said, "Do you think it'll work?" He said, "It did last time." You know, <laughs> and uh, uh, and well, hypnotism's not something I think I think it's very ungodly, but you know, we'll may save that topic for another day. But anyway, uh, that's just a little little side humor there. Uh, but it's the fact that uh, obviously this guy didn't finish what he started, and that is a big problem. So you got a lot of Christians out there, or people who have given their lives to the Lord in word, but does not demonstrate it in action. And my point is that when things get tough, they go right back into the world. So it makes you wonder: Did they really understand the words that they were saying? Did they uh, truly believe what they were saying? I think some people look at salvation. When you say that prayer of salvation, you know, it's like saying a a, uh, a magic chant. You know, if you ever watched uh, uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse, you know, Mikalikaha, Mikahani Ho. You know, <laughs> they think it. You say uh, the magic words and you're into uh, into heaven, but they don't realize, you know, the full extent of that. And it's not just a, a thing of magical words. That's not what's getting you into heaven. It's your belief in understanding what Jesus Christ done on the cross for you. That's what's going to get you into heaven. In fact, Ken Ham, uh, which we've had at the church, he's the one that has the Ark Encounter. We've had him speak uh, before. Uh, well, yeah, I think we did actually have him at the church. I know we had him at Freedom Hall. I almost positive we had him at the church, too. But anyway, um, even he had an article. I shared it on Facebook, but in case you didn't see it, uh, it was talking about the um, statistics of individuals. Let me get it up here. Yeah. 60 percent of a young adults say, uh, "These ads kill me." Sixty percent of adults under forty say Jesus isn't the only way to salvation, equal to Buddha or Muhammad. It's not, not a scary thing, and the fact that there's that many people out there and a lot more like them, uh, that's just for under forty. You know, uh, so it's already you know, I like to see the numbers uh, past that as well. But uh, that they think that uh, Jesus isn't the only way. See, you hear all this inclusive baloney. I get so sick of hearing that. I keep C straight, you know. Uh, I have nothing against those of color. I have no problem with people of race. I have no problem with opposite gender. I got no problem with that. But it's just that liberal push. To, to me, it's even more racist and sexist because they're only putting people in positions because of their race and their gender. And to me, that should be more offensive. You know, you didn't get it on your own merit. It's just because of you, your, your, how you were talking about they claim white privilege. It's because of their privileges. I mean, it's what it boils down to. Uh, you know, so I don't have no problem with with that uh, with uh, incorporating those but if you're qualified for the job then you should get it i don't care what color you are i don't care what gender you are if you're qualified for the job then you get it if you uh i don't care if it's a tv role a movie role if if it, if you write that then it should be how the the imagination of that person how they wrote that script it should include and so i guess that's why i get sick of this inclusive stuff because all it usually to me when i hear that it automatically uh, I think of a liberal agenda. That's just what pushes in my brain. So, but that's what see. I think that's what people think when it comes to Christianity. That it's uh, uh, inclusive and just you know, if you're a good little boy and girl, you're you're good to go. No, it's not how it works. God's word is exclusive because what does Jesus Christ say? I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. The only way into heaven is through Jesus Christ alone, and that's it. I mean, that is the only way. And, you know, and Buddha's dead, Muhammad's dead, and uh, we worship and serve a risen Savior. And that is the distinction uh, between 
Christ and these false prophets. But here's the thing. Once you give your life over to Jesus Christ, see, the battle doesn't end. I think a lot of people think that once you give your life to Christ, then everything's going to be hunky-dory. That life's going to be roses. And that's why I hear that all the time. Things were going good till I got saved. And it's sad. Some, you see that a lot of times. I've seen people in the church who uh, who come to know Jesus, Lord, and Savior. I mean, it's, it's like the story of Job. But they've been through it. And uh, my heart goes out to them. But... Uh, you know, that's why it comes with endurance. That's why God gives us the strength to endure, to persevere, a strength that is not our own, that we're dealing with struggles, we're dealing with hardships. That is God that helps us to keep running up that hill. See, I like steep hills. Again, you think, this man is insane. He likes to run it. He likes steep hills. It's just, I'm sorry. That's just the way my brain works. I don't know what it is. But when I ran cross country at, in high school and, and uh, uh, ran, uh, you know, like I said, I've been running since I was 13. I just I like it. The steeper the hill, the better. You know, I've been in road races where they're like, "Man, you better watch this hill," and I'd be running and running, and I'm like, "Where's the hill that they're worried about?" They said, "Oh, it was that hill we first started." You know, I guess where I'm so used to running such steep hills that I just never, you know, to me it wasn't that big a deal. I mean, of course, like I said, I've I've always been in racing. I've always been average. You know, there's guys are far faster and superior than me. In fact, I hate the little guys who uh, they look like little shaved squirrels. They said, oh, we're going to go run a couple of miles to warm up. Then we're going to run. And then, of course, you see them at the start, the starting line. And then uh, you don't see them again until you're gasping for air crossing the finish line. They're over there uh, sitting in the shade with something cold to drink. You know, I hate them guys. But, you know, it is. Uh, but that's just it. See, we have to keep fighting. But see, the reason why I like those steep hills because it builds up my endurance. It builds up my muscles. It builds up my lungs. That's why I like it. So when I go into the race, that way it gives me, a, to me, almost a better advantage because I've trained harder, I've worked uh, smarter, and so that when I get into that race at the track or the course a little more flat, then I can move a little faster. You see what I'm saying? And so, uh, just fact, that's what I, I shared um, a saying here just the other day. Uh, said those who uh, sweat more than in training bleed less in war. And that's it. See, this is uh, our training. This is what we have to train. This is how we have to read our word. We have to stay in the word. We have to stay in prayer. We have to spend that time with the Lord. That is our training so that we are in the midst of the war. We are in the battle. We have the strength and ability to fight back with God's word because the devil doesn't play fair. and He knows how to hit below the belt and it isn't fun. But thank God that he allows us to endure. Even the Apostle Paul, when he knew that he was going to be facing severe persecution, uh, he still giving praises to God. You know, Paul was persecuted more than uh, any other uh, apostle or Christian that we could ever imagine. And you look out throughout history. If you ever get a chance, read uh, Fox's Book of Martyrs. And uh, I've read the read the book, and uh, and it is uh, incredible to see what so many men and women had to endure for Jesus Christ. See, you don't give your life for a false God or a false prophet. You don't give your life for something that isn't true. And see, you read these stories about men and women who were, I mean, tortured beyond our imaginations. I mean, it's beyond anything that we could possibly comprehend today. And they would still uh, give praises to God as they were dying. That uh, is someone who has truly devoted themselves to God. And I hope pray that that is, I'm not saying that we may, any of us may ever have to endure that level of suffering. But the fact remains is that uh, God's going to give us the strength when we need it. You know, 
you may think how am i going to get through this obstacle and uh you know you can't help but think about Corey tim boom when uh she was uh her she was excited about a trip her and her dad was going to go on and she wanted to go ahead and hold the tickets her dad said you don't need it and she said but i want the tickets now he said you don't need it he said you don't need it till you get ready to get on the train we don't need the strength uh, when we're not going through the battles but we need it and god will give it to us when we do face those trials and tribulations so don't be fearful for god's like gives us a spirit of fear but of power and love and a sound mind don't be fearful of those things to come because god will give us the strength that we need when we need it so we will endure we will persevere you have to remember that's what i said before the armor is on the front there's nothing on the back there's no room for retreat we have to keep advancing we have to keep pushing forward and then we when we face those mighty hills those mighty mountains take it a step at a time you know just take it a step at a time you take each day at a time and keep pushing forward eventually you're going to get to the top and then when you get to the top of those steep hills and you could take that deep breath and suddenly you've got a small or incline it's almost like you're coasting back down uh, that hill and it's just like oh boy thank you lord you know and uh that's not going to be your last hill you know it's, you're, you're going to face a lot more but god will give you that strength so as we read this verse this morning second timothy 4 7 i fought the good fight i finished the wraith the wraith the wraith what am i the race <laughs> i have kept the faith so paul you know he's saying here i've kept the fight i have finished the race and my friends we have to keep we have to stay in the race we have to keep pushing we have to keep fighting we cannot give up so um you know it is uh, hopefully this will give you some uh some encouragement uh this morning to finish well uh we don't know none of us know how much time we have left on this earth and uh I want you know we come to the end of our lives uh hopefully we can look back and say you know what i wasn't perfect i messed up and screwed up a lot but praise god he was there beside up and never gave up on me guys gals realize you're never alone in your battles and your struggles uh, there's usually somebody's already been through it and we're going through it and uh it's easy when you screw up and mess up and your life uh, you look back and think boy i wish i'd have done that i wish i hadn't have said this i wish i hadn't acted this way and uh and to focus on that uh but we have to uh, realize that's in the past it's been forgiven even as much as yesterday you know i realize hey it's forgiven today's a brand new day let's start today off right and let's just focus on today and if god graces with another day We'll focus on that day, and that's all we can do. And that's, that's, that's how you endure, my friends. Just keep pushing one step at a time. And uh, it's tough, you know. I've had a lot of back problems, and it's hard to take those first steps after uh, having injections in your spine. <laughs> and uh, But you just keep taking one step after another, and eventually you'll get there. So well, let us pray. Now, Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us every day to endure, to persevere, to be uh, bold, to be strengthened by you, Lord Jesus. Help us to serve you well, to never give up, to never surrender. And, Lord Jesus, let us complete the race. And, if there's, Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, please be with each and every person watching here this morning. And I pray that your days will go well and you'll protect them. And Lord, I do pray, as I do every morning, for Ginger Hood. And I pray that you'll be with Kim Penix and Wendy Lee. And Lord, I, I was reading today how there are so many 
kids who are sick with COVID. And Lord, I pray that you bring healing upon them to protect our kids that are at school and going to school and coming home. That you watch over them. And Lord, I just pray that uh, uh, you be with us. And Lord, help us all to be a light in the world of darkness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. My friends, hope everybody has a good day today. And like I said, remember, there's uh, when, I was, when I was praying just now, my daughter's 17, and uh, remember, there's kids out there on the road, and they are scared and they're nervous, and uh, they may not always make the the best decisions when pulling out of an area, and uh, so don't get mad and upset if somebody if they're going a little slower than you're used to, or they pull right out in front of you, and maybe they didn't see you, and uh, always remember that not everybody's trying to be a smart aleck, and I have to remind myself that, you know, sometimes uh, you know, there are those out there who are, you can tell they're trying to be smart, but uh, sometimes there's just some kid trying to get to school or work, and they uh, not paying attention, so be aware, watch the buses, watch little, little rugrats that are running across the road to get to the bus and keep an eye out but uh, we do need to be praying for our kids uh, right now let's see like it's new variant it seems to be attacking them pretty bad so we'll be praying for them and don't forget uh, sunday morning we'll be having a uh, church service will start at 10 45 instead of our time at 11 we'll start at 10 45 then of course lord willing i'll be back uh, 6 p.m sunday evening to uh, uh continue our study in Deuteronomy so but anyway hope everybody has a great day today appreciate y'all tuning in and hope everybody has a fantabulous day today and remember live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be thanks for watching and God bless